yeah, this is movie episode number one, Acts of Valor. It was terrible. <laughs> We're yeah. going to have to keep doing more of these. Yeah, this is work. All right. I'd like to see any of the ruling class elites come to a day of this fucking job. <laughs> Penis. Oh, now it's on. Restart. No, it's fine. Because um, your floppy penis comment uh, made it on there. It'll cover up my silence. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping that one. All right. Mine's not. Mine's not particularly floppy. Um, mostly, it shrinks back up inside, so it's like bouncy. I'm actually erect most of the time, but you know, every every once in a while, you watch. Active valor, <laughs> it just gets real floppy all of a sudden. Yeah, no, this is this is floppy penis time. That's what this is. Oh my god, this is Four. no, this is labor. This is labor. Right here. <laughs> we better get, we better get paid for this. Yeah, someone, oh. someone, pay me money for watching this fucking movie. I don't know. Do you remember Active Valor coming out? Uh, no. Well, yes, but no. Tell me about it. <laughs> Like I, I mean, it was what eight years ago, probably nine by now. Um, it was like the big thing was like it's all starring active duty Navy SEALs, and like there was mixed reaction. I mean, because 2012 is long enough after 2003 that you know people were kind of like, all right, like you know, it's been like a decade since 9/11 um, or more, and people were kind of they're kind of you know like. The pressure's on. It's so the Obama administration. They're trying to wind shit down with the military. They think, you know, but they're not really trying that hard. It's not like people are protesting the streets. They're just kind of fucking tired of it. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, this movie comes out, and it's almost like, you know, perfect timing for, um, like, you know, almost like a piece of propaganda to come. I mean, that's obviously what it is, but like a piece of propaganda that's timed to come out to like boost this worship of the military that had flagged since, you know, all these things like Abu Ghraib and, you know, massacres by Blackwater and shit had happened and people were kind of over it. Well, just the very fact that it's actual Navy SEALs, like would they fucking put them on PTDY for yeah, <laughs> a few months like, while they were, while they were like yeah. uh, recording this movie? What the fuck? Yeah, some people are like, yeah, like what? Shouldn't you be off, like you know, saving the world or whatever the fuck? You know, like even the people that like believed in it were like, yeah, like don't they have like more important things to do? I thought they were really busy, you know. And then apparently yeah, always, not. Apparently, yeah. You always get the joke of the the Navy SEALs writing the book, um, whatever memoir that they had of their time, and just exposing all kinds of like opsec bullshit. Um, now imagine if you were just paid to do that on active duty the whole time. Uh, that's this movie. It's fucking sucks. I remember reading some of the uh, uh, the press clippings that came out before this movie. Uh, fuck are they saying? The film is a dream for the fan of action sports, MMA, competitive gaming, strategy, or even the military. And if that just isn't targeting the Joe Rogan fucking audience, that I don't know, like, 
they almost explicitly designed this movie to target like the dude who's uh, he's in Buffalo Wild Wings on a fucking Saturday trying to watch the fight on the 50 fucking screens that they have up blaring everywhere. Him and his boys with his turnaround baseball cap getting really fucked up on Margs at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Instead of like, over-tattooed, over-acted, over-testosterone-driven action stars, Active Valor has the real deal. It stars actual active-duty Navy SEALs and their families. Um, to, who the fuck are they talking about? Over-tattooed, over-acted, and over-testosterone? You probably selected the worst bunch of dudes <laughs> for that. Yeah, they're quite, they're kind of like state-sponsored pirates. That's like kind of how they act. I want to look at the, uh, uh, the Washington Post and see what they said. Yeah, this is great. Active Valor with Real Life Seals. New breed of war movie or propaganda? I'm like, the answer may not surprise you. It's propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is also like the advent of that phrase, surgical warfare and surgical strikes. Remember that? Like that was a way that they were justifying their increased military or I guess like continued military operations was like, no, we're going to be surgical about it. Like we're going to be, we're going to get in there and we're not going to kill any civilians. We're just going to like take out the specific cancerous part of the, uh, you know, like a, like a surgery. Yeah. Drug checking uh, weddings doesn't have the same kind of appeal it once does. Yeah. It's like, it is surgical by like a doctor who got his degree from like a dude behind a, like a gas station with a tailgate, (laughs) you know? Um, giving coat hanger abortions in the fucking alleyway. That guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. The guy that, uh, uh, the guy that was Trump's personal doctor with the crazy ass hair, <laughs> the one that, <laughs> the one that died the other week. Yeah. Are we doing this? Should we go ahead and start this? Yeah, yeah. This is we'll we'll save the rest of this for the actual episode. But like the 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 Hollywood relationship with the Pentagon is like way more intense than people actually think. It's like, oh yeah, it's crazy. I think that'd probably be a great theme to wrap it up with. Um, yeah, no, that, that's a that's a good one. All right, let's uh let's get into this. Yeah. Go okay. Fucking, fucking Christ. God damn it. All right. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> fucking do this not really yeah man honestly i would be okay with keeping this to like less than an hour because fucking watching that movie just took it all out of me yeah dude i'm exhausted okay uh so where do we start you want to start again about why we why we chose this movie we can kind of like rehash that a little bit yeah, uh, let's do the thing we never do. Uh, hello, everyone. You're listening to Pillow Scream Radio. <laughs> I it's your am, boy, Alex. And I am Jim. Hello. Jim <laughs> All right, so 
to give you a little bit of a rundown, we just watched Active Valor, 2012 American action film, um, starring a whole bunch of actual real-life Navy SEALs and their families. So I think you can see why right off the bat we chose this, and boy, did we <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> this yeah. movie sucks. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so this movie came out in a pretty unique time. It came out in uh, 2012, right? Which, like you were saying earlier, comes at that precise moment where everyone stopped really giving a shit about anything that we were doing in the Middle East. So, you know, got to have like a little bit of injection of that fucking patriotism to make sure uh, make sure you know that our boys are doing good things. Um, fuck. <laughs> and does the movie show it? This movie is just so vacuous. It's so fucking empty. Um, yeah, so we, <laughs> we, we chose this movie cause, uh, there's some, some like press releases that came out all about this time that were just straight fucking masculine meat sponge of just every single like little trope you could possibly imagine all bundled up into one. And it's very, it's very obvious who they're marketing this movie towards, uh, Quote, the film is a dream for the fan of action sports, MMA, competitive gaming, strategy, or even the military, which uh, is basically the byline of any, like, DOD recruiting policy is just, like, advertise explicitly on uh, MMA networks or, like, right before a, a YouTube gaming intro or something like that to make sure all these fucking nerds join the military. We shape them up to be real men. Another quote, instead of the uh, over-tattooed, over-acted, over-testosterone-driven action stars, Active Valor has the real deal. It stars actual na active-duty Navy SEALs and their families, as if all of these Navy SEALs are not over-tattooed, over-acted, and over-testosterone. <laughs> oh my god. They were trying so hard to hype up this movie when it was coming out, because it was going to be a different type of movie. You know, It wasn't going to be like... Christian Bale or one of these guys, one of these just like strong jawed, like dudes who you see in all these different kind of like movies. What's it gonna be then? What's gonna be actors? It's gonna be the real guys doing real tactics, real shit on the ground. And uh, just about every single part of the movie that you thought was gonna suffer for it, including the acting and the pacing and just everything, uh, yeah, it was all fucked. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> Dude, it's like so. I'm, I'm going to say one thing that will explain all of this in like a single sentence. The screenwriter for Active Valor is a man named Kurt Johnstad, who also wrote the screenplays for 300 and 300 Rise of an Empire. <laughs> <laughs> he also competed for the script for uh, the screenplay for Aquaman. But was rejected and chosen over uh, for someone else, which is like amazing to me. I want to know what that script was like. Are you telling me that Aquaman could have been worse? Is that what I'm hearing right now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, he certainly has a type, about. doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he's a, he's a, a fucking Zack Snyder weirdo. Like, is just yeah, yeah. like no content. Just like, look at these dudes. They're men. They're just bros being men. It's awesome. <laughs> Defending yeah. freedom, having abs, being cool, smacking ass. Yeah, and before, like, we would, yeah, get, like, down into the weeds on, one, what was really fucked up about the movie, and then, two, what is fucked up about the conditions that led to this movie being made, um, I think just shitting on it first is pretty fun. Um, and it's, 
it's just terrible. Like I don't know just <laughs> to say it. It's like the 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 acting doesn't make motivation stuff like that was something you said, right? Alex like just does, it doesn't make sense like the motivations don't they aren't there and you're like what is I like what is his drive I don't know like they just yeah okay okay so let's kind of like talk this big picture what is this movie about and structurally uh, it's about nothing except for a vehicle through which these Navy SEAL guys can like tactically engage across a different number of scenarios whether it's a fucking town or a boat or a submarine or any of this shit they just need to be able to uh, fight people here and then fight people here and then fight people here. Like you said, to show off like the the uh, the sea, sea air, and land, air yeah. sea, air, and land kind of thing. It's a, just an advertisement for the Navy SEALs. But in order to rope together all of these different fight scenes, essentially, you have to have this world-spanning massive conspiracy about these guys who are trying to smuggle in uh, these fancy new... Uh, suicide vests across the border um and so they're fucking bouncing around from the philippines to costa rica to the ukraine to just about everywhere to make sure that every single possible u.s enemy has been roped into this somehow and the two main guys are apparently like high school buddies that grew apart one of them ends up becoming an arms dealer smuggler who's just in it for the money question mark um and the other guy, it's a guy named what his name's Yuri. So he starts off, they they do this little hoodwink thing on you where he starts off being a Soviet. And then you learn like twenty minutes into the movie that his name is actually Muhammad Muhammad Muhammad. Um, to let you know <laughs> that he converted to Islam at some point, and that's why he really hates America. And then yeah, so because the entire plot is just essentially a structure to get these guys to move from point to point and to do these things, and the acting is so fucking wooden. Actually, the, the bad guys are definitely the best actors in this entire movie because all of the actual yeah. Navy SEALs just fucking suck. Yeah, they're Which, just you meatballs all over the screen. <laughs> just, just like guys who had too many protein shakes to be good actors. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, what did you keep saying? It was the the two main, like the lieutenant and his fucking <laughs> yeah, and, right and hand the chief. man. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's it's Eli and Peyton Manning just talking to each other, <laughs> just it's talking like the, yeah. the whole time. And uh, oh and the, like one of the opening scenes that you see with uh, with the actual seals is them slapping ass on a beach, going to surf and stuff with all the families yeah. there. And then one guy will walk up to the other guy. He's like, "Hello, my brother Dave." Uh, how are you and your wife and five children doing? <laughs> yeah, just saying things that that people who actually knew each other would actually just know about each other. But it's like it's yeah. like, hello, Dave. Why don't you tell the audience how big your family is and how we know each other for twenty years now? Um, like, just yeah. oh god. And and that's that's like a running that's a running theme as well. Is every single bit of dialogue serves no purpose except for like yes. expository purpose to actually just say what is happening in front of you. Yeah, um, I think you already said the best the way audience. to say it. I think you said the best way to say it. It's like the the whole the the point of this movie was like the gunfighting and the capabilities yeah. demonstrations and the showing off. It's the it's the like the air show, but on sea, air, and land for these guys. Yeah. And the plot is a secondary consideration that just tries to connect all these scenes together. It's like how do we get them to 
go basically to every biome, you know, in the in the world, uh, and do something Navy SEAL y. You yeah. know, and they have to have at least three Halo jumps. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was more than that. Was, I think there was four. Oh uh, yeah. There's one right. yeah, so yeah, the, there the was, movie uh, opens the boat up one. With, yeah. yeah, the movie opens up with them doing a training Halo jump. Uh, that you don't even see the end of. You just see about like a 15 second clip of them all standing on the C-130 or whatever it is, and then and then jumping off. And you watch them fall through the air for about 15 seconds, and then it just cuts completely randomly to like the Philippines. Um, and in the Philippines, there's this school, and they're driving around this little ice cream truck, and you you know almost immediately what's going to happen. This uh, this dude drops off this ice cream truck in the middle of this school full of kids, and they all run up to it. Uh, and he fucking does the slow badass walk away from the ice cream truck while it explodes behind him, um, because you have to set off right, right at the beginning that these dudes are bad guys. And you, <laughs> when, I think you looked it up right when we were watching this. We're like, did this actually fucking happen? And the answer is, yeah. of course not. This didn't even close to happen. <laughs> yeah, like he's got to make that... sure the bad guys are doing evil shit. Yeah, they had that little clip where like there was a kid running around the corner after the explosion for like yeah. You know, like just a, a split second because they can't show it in mm-hmm. very long, and it's a kid just, just screaming and crying. Vaporized. Yeah, and and like the kid doesn't have like you know, like this flesh is like completely burned off and like has like missing arms and stuff. And I was like, wow, that's crazy because you know what that reminds me exactly of. Reminds me exactly that of picture. the famous picture from Vietnam of when the Americans yep. fucking napalmed the shit out of everything. Yeah, um, or it might have been White Fosters, whatever it was, fucking cooked these Vietnamese, uh, you know, civilians, and that's exactly what yeah. it reminded me of. Okay, um, so this uh, the mastermind of this guy fucking dips out to Indonesia or something, and then they're bouncing around to Costa Rica. I don't know. They do these shots where they'll bring the map up and have like the, the little of uh, we're in this country now at these coordinates, and it'll do that about every fucking forty five seconds. So you're just bouncing around all over the globe. You're going, what the fuck is going on? Um, at some point, this uh, this sets up like the very first raid that they do, where a uh, like a CIA informant who's conveniently hot and conveniently also a doctor, doing like Doctors <laughs> Without Borders kind of thing, uh, she gets taken by uh, the bad guys. You know this cabal, this conspiracy, and uh, so this sets up like the first the first raid that they do, and it's. Uh, Man, it is just shot for shot a mission out of Call of Duty, isn't it? Yeah, everything they from did. like the dude that like like the thing where you come out of the water very slowly with your weapon and like your uh-huh. eyes just above the water, and then uh, the guy swimming up underneath the the pier or the the mm-hmm. you know whatever the fuck you call it, the wooden walkway out under the water, and he like That's puts his hands just okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm uh I don't know these things. I'm not a Navy SEAL. <laughs> And uh, he put his hands above the water, and like the sniper shoots the dude in the head, and he catches the body and just takes it underwater. Yeah. And it's like, like he was never there, you know? <laughs> it's just so stupid. Yeah. It, they they do that almost on every engagement. They make a big show for about like two minutes. You're just walking, watching these guys walk real <laughs> slow and real quiet. Yeah, like like heel like, toe stepping, and they're just like they're like footsteps of death. Yeah, the bad guys have the, no idea what's coming. What the fuck? We, we they kept showing that little split second shot of like the spider eating the wasp that it caught in its web. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. we kept imagining: did they did they accidentally shoot this spider, or are they trying to like make an allegory? How uh, 
they're hunting their prey. <laughs> Come yeah, fuck and I on, think man. they're literally just like, no, like, see, these guys operate in shitty environments where there's spiders. Look at them. <laughs> but they don't yeah. care because they're men. You know, I think that's probably as deep as they were going. Like with the, yep. the stigmata reference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they drilled yeah. holes in her hands and feet. And it's like, she's like a Christ figure or something. And I was like, that, you know, I don't want to give this guy that much credit. Like, he was probably just like, Yo, dude, they fucking drilled this lady's hands and feet. Yo, it's just crazy. (laughs) Just no capacity for symbolism. That's that's another thing. They have like those extended scenes of that woman, the CIA informant, getting tortured because that's how you know bad guys are bad guys is because they hurt women and children. Pretty Um, women. It's just pretty pretty women, women especially, and small, cute children, especially. Um, I guess you don't really know why they're doing this like why this lady is so important they they make some kind of reference to it later where they found like a phone on the scene that like clues them into this whole conspiracy but it's all really just like forced and you only hear about it through dudes talking to each other about hey boss uh i found a phone it's got intel on it (laughs) yeah Yeah, basically donkey kong has princess peach at this swamp camp (laughs) And, and all the little mario plumbers have to go get her like that's that's the sum the 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 plot for the first half of the movie. Yep. So there's all kinds of car chase scenes. They're shooting stuff up, <clears throat> and I guess if the entire point of you watching this movie is to just watch people shoot each other, I guess it's fine, you know. But for for being the first scene, you're like, okay, like there's some stuff going on. There's some action. All of the action scenes are just so shittily shot because it's just the shaky cam everywhere. Yeah, you can barely Jason fucking Bourne tell who's thing. in what building and what's going yeah. on. So, yeah, for trying to be like a super tactical, really emphasizing like the tactical engagement stuff, you can't fucking tell what is actually happening at any given point. Uh, besides, they're just running around and shooting uh, dark-skinned people. That's about all you get from it. Yeah, um, it's like all varieties of brown people. I have it written down. Fucking great. Yeah. Okay. Um. So they get they get her out of there. They have a really cool scene where they just fucking Swiss cheese that car with all the fifty cals on the boats, and we're like, ah, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. The fucking uh, the clown car with all of the. <laughs> yeah. Where the fuck are they again? <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess know, we're not one of those podcasts that doesn't that's like pro gun rights or whatever, or like anti gun <laughs> rights or like gun control, because it's like, dude, guns, guns are cool, cool. dog. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, end argument. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't have to prove myself. Okay, to you. I don't uh, need argument. Man, fuck. Okay, so what's the next scene they do after this? They do another Halo jump. This is the second of like four or five that you're yeah, because you you go to the next Call of Duty mission. And, like, they have the fucking techno thing of, like, here's your location, here's your coordinates, here's, like, the satellite yeah. imagery so you know where you are. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you start piecing this together because they found that phone, right? And uh, you realize you got old, old Christo, Crisco. Um, <laughs> that's a joke yeah. to make later in the movie, by the way. It wasn't my joke. It's terrible. Um, he is, yeah, I swear to God, he's, he's Jesus from... Uh, the Big Lebowski. He's the the bowler that's like that licks the bowling ball, and he's yeah. just like you don't fuck with the Jesus. Like he's that guy. He looks like that guy. He acts like he fills the role of that guy. He's the fucking yeah, westernized so other. The two bad guys meet and they talk a little bit, and the CIA is watching uh, the gun runner. And he's like, yo, I'm fucking bailing on this project. And his uh, his other boy is like, no, I'm in too deep. Uh, I need you to fucking uphold your your side of the bargain because I'm Muslim and uh, we hate America. And this is all very serious to me. 
And you'll notice that's like a running theme throughout this movie is you got to have all of America's enemies tied together. Um, okay. And really, I don't know, really know what purpose that scene serves except for to just give us the information that they are childhood friends because <laughs> they just like walk up to each other like, Hey, do you remember high school when we were friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, cause that's how I talk to you, right? It's like, mm. Hey, remember our entire past and the things that made us friends? uh so yeah so this guy bails out he's uh yeah let me see what the what the fuck are they actually doing in this next one sorry i have to read the the, like the actual plot off of wikipedia because i can't remember what the fuck was happening besides just like set piece to set piece yeah at one point uh, (laughs) yeah at one point they drive up uh there's like this long extended scene of them getting dropped into the ocean and getting picked up by a submarine, um, which is all just a vehicle in order to get them onto this guy's like yacht where he's got real sexy women stomping around everywhere. And they just fucking tactically, <laughs> they just tactics all over this yacht and get this guy. Um, and there's like a scene where the, the team leader, fuck, I can't remember his name, captain, whoever, um, he like repels down yeah, a nice little, uh, his name is like Rourke. Uh, like a yeah, nice yeah. little Ayn Rand reference. Yeah. Um, he repels down in his suit and then starts interrogating this arms dealer guy about like what's, <laughs> yeah, what's the plan, what's going on, and then drops some like very failed reference or not not even failed. He just shows them a picture of like the live feed that he has on his kids with the 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 connotation that like, hey, we're gonna fuck up your wife and children if you don't tell us. You care about your wife and children, right? Um. And yeah, of course the gunrunner guy does and just like gives up the whole fucking charade about how they're going to uh they're gonna move up from from Mexico using the seven mile long tunnels with the cartels and everything because you gotta throw the bone to the border security guys for your fucking conservative propaganda movie. Uh it's like, well, you're too late to stop it because it's happening right now. They do what the fuck? They do another raid on another town. Dude, this <laughs> This is like some fucking town in Mexico, right? And you know it's you know it's Mexico because they're all wearing sombreros and fucking yeah, hats. yeah. They, they just look like like uh, the guys from Ghost Recon that are in the co- the cartel. They're just yeah, like yeah. standard like like vests with the sleeves cut off and like boots, and they have mustaches, and they are are all yelling like "curry curry," like "run run" in Spanish. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, they're just Every, making yeah. Mexican noises is basically. Yeah, I've, at yeah, one point the it. dude's like, "Hey, shoot that jefe!" <laughs> you're just like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> okay, so you're in uh, Mexico town shooting Mexicans. And, like one thing we fucking notice is one, you're you're stomping around this town or like quietly, tactically engaging this town. Um, and they're just peeking their heads into every fucking building looking for something, I guess. They just know bad guys are here. Looking into every fucking building. And the whole shit just gets turned upside down because they walk into a building with a guy who has an AK by his his bed. Uh, and they're like, gun, 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 and just fucking light him up. Just smoke him. They, they go hot and the whole thing just starts going from there. And I mentioned whenever we were watching this is like, dude, if this was a rural town in fucking Texas... We wouldn't even think about this, right? Like, what yeah. are these guys doing? Like, there's a gun in every fucking... I have a gun under my bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is like, just a, like a 
and they clearly don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like this movie yeah, is yeah. not reflective on that at all. It's like, dog, like he was not a threat to you, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess in the movie he was cause he was an actor, but like, that's just like, <laughs> this, the complete, like, like you have like no understanding of what, like the whole point, like what caused an insurgency in the middle east yeah. for us like just it's that shit where you just go in and you're just like oh, i don't know it smells like a terrorist to me like looking like, <laughs> yeah fuck, i, I kind of want to bring it back to the brief they had before the very first raid <laughs> where they're all talking to each other like yeah they got some bad guys up there and they're like hey how many uh, weapons they got and they're like we don't fucking know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like a like a the most casual brief you've ever seen. When everyone knows, yeah. if you've been in the military, you get like a, a briefs out the ass where they like walk you through everything. I mean, this is just some bro bit, you know, like, well, that's not realistic bullshit. Because like no audience wants to watch the thing that actually happens in the military where you get the shit like beaten out of you with just these like rehearsals and, and yeah, scripted, yeah. scripted. Like at this time, I moved from point A to point B with my, you know. Where, you know, yeah, phase line blue. alpha, phase line bravo, phase yeah. line charlie, like, yeah, it's red, just, yeah. phase red, phase yeah, white blue, all that shit. Yeah, they Fucking basically they overplan it, and it's like, you know, they don't show that because this is like just. I mean, maybe that's how the seals actually do it. Maybe that's why they fucking. Or maybe they are a bunch of pirates, you know, and they're just like, so like, yeah, man, you know, like, who you know, like sometimes you just gotta like go with the flow, you know what I mean? Like, and just fucking like, it's a, <laughs> it's a bong. And it's like let's fucking go, yo. It's, it's just, can see it. There's a quote here that's perfect timing here, actually. Yeah, but at one point during that little pre-brief, they brought up like the video of you know fucking the Osama bin Laden stand-in, where he's telling uh, he's condemning America for its sins. <laughs> like, you need to get out of oh all of the Muslim countries that you're currently occupying, and uh, you're like, man, this is the most sense that any character has made. <laughs> yeah. This entire fucking yeah. movie is a bad guy. The, the quote and the quote was like. Uh, American safety is not possible until our safety is possible. And I was like, yeah, sounds reasonable. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sounds totally reasonable. Oh, yeah, it sounds like a completely reasonable yeah. demand. It's so like, you're dude, get fucking... out of my house. Like, <laughs> you're in my house. Get out of my house. Like, well, no, so uh, that's what the fucking Mexicali town that they're, like, they're raiding right now is you're just shooting these dudes who happen to have a weapon by their bed, as if that's just not every Texan. Or like every fucking person in like any of these southern states or all these red states that just all have fucking guns everywhere. We're talking about like the the castle doctrine where you know there, yeah. there's like the the principle of like defending your your house and your land. And so these seals just go in and start fucking shooting people in their own houses with because they have a weapon by their bed. Like lights the whole thing fucking up. And I'm just imagining like you're this town. 50 dudes, it looks like a town of 50 dudes, and uh, you all know each other, and you just start hearing shots popping off. Like, how would you not be running out of your front door with an AK-47 in your hand? But, of course, because we know within the conceit of the movie, these are bad guys. <laughs> Fucking capital B, yeah, it's out of the question. B, bad guys. Intelligence yeah, is Yeah, it's out of the wrong. question. Like, we're supposed to be yeah. there. We're supposed to be engaging the guys. We know that they're all bad. Remember, poor people um, with guns are terrorists. Don't ever forget yep, that. Yep. Uh, there's that one scene where the dude just fucking, he gets an RPG shot at him, does like a <laughs> dive for cover kind of thing. And th they'll do like the slow motion dives where things are exploding behind them and their faces are flopping yeah, around. Just the dirt. Is and then, he, <laughs> so this guy misses with the RPG 
the uh, the bad guy misses with the RPG, and the seal stands up and just fucking yeets a grenade 50 meters, like, straight through the tiny little window, and just fucking explodes the window where the RPG uh, was launched from. And you're just sitting there like, golly, man. <laughs> we just gotta make these motherfuckers superheroes, don't we? Uh, okay, so... There's, like, a whole bunch of scenes of the lieutenant and the chief uh, just kind of, like, n- uh, fucking, like, elbowing each other and be like, hey, can you take this uh, letter that I got in my pocket? You're like, you're not going to die, man. It's going to be totally fine. You know from the fucking very beginning when you saw his pregnant <laughs> wife and, like, you know from the fucking beginning that this dude was toast. Um, and, like, he's he's packing. He's like, hey, what you uh, what'd you see in that cargo pocket there? It's like, oh, it's this flag that I carry around ever since my grandpa was fighting in uh, World War II. And you're just listening to these guys for, like, 30 seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> the and characterization like, is so fucking just terrible. Fucking die already. God damn it. Yeah, for people who literally only have to act exactly like themselves, they just fuck it up so bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... I don't. I don't know if like the the writer is incompetent or if he just thought these dudes were actually really stupid and couldn't couldn't um, like memorize lines that were a little bit too complex or had any kind of like deep characterization to them or maybe it's yeah. a combination of all of it because I don't doubt that these dudes are retarded. Yeah, he's like some uh, fucking because it's, it's a very neocon movie, but it's like um, could be like that Hollywood condescension that they always show like towards Navy SEALs and they're like, well, you're like a fucking, you know, knuckle dragging idiot. Right. So like, let me write a script. that's more your speed. (laughs) Uh. All right. So they figure out that these guys are going to infiltrate America from the border and Um, they're going to make nine 11 look like a walk in the park. Quote. (laughs) That's with their, with their suicide vest. And I remember at this point in the movie, (laughs) imperialism boogaloo um (laughs) yeah and i remember at this at this point i was like didn't we just have a guy blow himself up in nashville and we all just forgot about it about 45 (laughs) minutes later and so you're having like seven of these dudes with these super super spicy fucking suicide vests that are more special because they could get through uh, metal detectors. Yeah, he goes to like the Mark Jacobs of suicide vests. He's got like tears in there, and he's like, "Look at this! This is, it's like it's it's like he's like showing it off, like it's a fashion show." I love it. He's like, it's "Yeah, gonna it's be perfect. Uh, I promise, yeah, it's perfect." It goes back. It goes back to the the fascism thing where they're both the duality of they are both weak and powerful at the same time. Because yeah. in reality, these motherfuckers <laughs> are like putting nails into a fucking can and trying to blow that shit up or using like expired Soviet munitions that they're trying to like rework the fuse to. Yep. Like that's the reality for a lot of these guys. They're not sponsoring this like R and D facility for these brand new fucking ceramic ball bearings that are going to just, wipe out all of america because there's seven dudes with suicide vests like come the fuck on yeah like uh, did he have a number for how many suicide vests there were uh oh, there's like seven or eleven like in yeah. this movie I'm fucking yeah it was like it, i thought it was like 16 or something oh uh, okay like, my bad for that to be the case for that to be like make 9-11 look like a, to, to be even close to the number of people that died in 9-11 that would mean each one of those vests would have to kill 200 people yeah. I don't know how that's 
I mean, they're all just like going to the circus and just blowing themselves up there. Like, yeah, like you blow up every high school football stadium at the same time. Maybe I guess I don't know. Yeah, but (laughs) it's all the Super Bowls. Um, all right. So so they're going they're going to this this tunnel because that's where the guys they're infiltrating from. They meet up with like the Mexican special forces and they have this little bonding moment because like we're men doing men things because we have guns and we're special forces. Uh, it's all it's all cute and stuff. And uh, <laughs> the Mexican special forces guy tells them like, hey, we got to keep this quiet. We're not having another Mogadishu on our hands. So, of course, the first thing they fucking do is drive up in a fucking dump truck, just blazing, just busting through walls, just fucking <laughs> just driving people over it's loud from the very first second and it's just it's the cartels going crazy like hey cabron shoot those cabrones shoot those putos over there and you're just like oh my god okay here we go i gotta shoot this other version of brown guy please um and yeah they're they're running around shooting people uh, the only people that get shot <laughs> At least at this part of the raid is uh, the Mexican special forces guys. <laughs> yes, all, all, the, all the Navy SEALs got to say they got to uh, stay alive so they can die in special ways. Um, in slow mo, yeah, exactly. In slow mo, yeah, they're doing more scenes of the guys like jumping away from grenades and their fucking faces are flopping around in slow mo. Um, and they they get into this one scene where they're getting closer to the tunnels in this like little warehouse, and a guy. Uh, drops a grenade in the middle of all of the seals and uh, our boy lieutenant dan uh, looks around at the rest of his teammates and you can see him uh making the decision to sacrifice himself and he jumps on the grenade and you have like just this 45 second long slow-mo shot of him falling on their grenade and then blowing up and it's all it's all very sad and emotional and the generic fucking music is crescendoing in the background um yeah like it it had to happen didn't it like you just gotta you gotta throw in every single scene of the the navy seals being extra brave like this movie can't go can't go the hour and a half length without just shoehorning in every every fucking heroic sacrifice and just the beauty of the heroic sacrifice that these guys make without any kind of uh, appreciation or awareness for why the fuck they're there in the first place. And why did all of this start up? Because uh, we're in countries that we shouldn't be in? Fuck, man. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Good yeah. scene. Who were those? Yeah, no, that was trash. Who was the... Uh, I mean, like, just practically, like, I think I would have kicked that thing in that giant open room they had. But that's just me. Um, <laughs> the other thing is like, that's when it really started to feel like, I mean, like obviously the whole movie fucking felt like this, but that movie really felt like, uh, like the shit that like Hitler's regime put it like, who's that movie maker? I think it was a lady put that, like the movies that, that were just, it was just straight up propaganda about like the brave exploits of German men and whatever. And it's like, yeah, like that's what that was. Like they couldn't, they might as well have just been like Nazis shooting Jews the entire time. Like it was fucking <laughs> just so on the nose. You're like, good God, dude. And you're like, yeah. surely no one would swallow this. And then you realize, like, no, they they definitely swallowed this. Because I remember it. I remember friends that were like, dude, I'm going to be a Navy SEAL. And it's like, yeah, okay, dog, good for you. You do that. Um, yeah, so so they get to the final scene where the fucking bad guy with the eyes, Muhammad, Muhammad al-Muhammad, uh, <laughs> yeah. is uh, trying Muhammad, to get his, his – 
Yeah, they're trying to get all of his dudes into the tunnels because once they're in the tunnels, they're gone forever. Um, and uh, they make like a final stand where he takes out all of the guys and it's just the main bad guy left and he's fucking shot up against the wall Boromir style with just fucking bullets in him. You literally see the fucking rounds in his shoulder. He's like weakly trying to pull up his fucking handgun. He's aiming it. He's shooting these guys. <laughs> and, uh... The, the bad guy gets just fucking mowed down at the last second by this this guy coming into the room to save him, and he shoots him, like, fucking 25 times, just empties the entire mag into this guy, just to make sure you know, like, especially fuck him for uh, for being the main Yeah, we killed him harder. Yeah. <laughs> killed, killed, yeah, killed, killed, killed the fuck out of him. Super fucking hard. Um, and that kind of, like, wraps up all of the engagements that they have, and they the last like 10 minutes of the movie is the real sad funeral for the guy that jumped on the grenade and they bring up the the letter that he wrote to his son and it's all very sad and emotional we just kept saying press f to pay respects like, <laughs> that's that exa- it was the press f to pay respects scene that's exactly what it was it was insane nope. yeah i'm just going all through like the ceremony of it and uh, the guy presents two flags or one of which the american flag that was you know laid on the casket and the one that he always carried with him from his uh, father in World War Two, and uh, it splices in the the script of him reading out the contents of that letter as if he was reading it to his son, and it's all just fucking brain drivel. Like, you know, son, to be a man, you really gotta bottle up those emotions and bury them deep down inside. Yeah, I think yeah. that's actually like a word that's, for word quote: yeah, bury like those emotions deep down. He quotes a Tecumseh poem. Yeah. And like the first line of which was, do not trouble a man about his religion. I'm like, isn't that what you guys just did? Like the entire time? <laughs> it was like, fuck Muslims. That, that's what this movie was about. Yeah. Okay. So the movie ends and it's like in memoriam for all the Navy SEALs that have passed. And I said it in a, in a previous episode, I think in episode three, where I'm just like, fuck dude if you're not mad about the fact that these people these these americans have died in wars or engagements across the fucking globe that they had no right ever being in then dude you're fucked come on like this shit makes me so fucking frustrated and we're 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 prostrating these dead names up there with like the implicit the implicit assumption that this fucking mattered that they did this to protect you to protect the Americans, to protect the American way and your freedoms. When in reality, we've accomplished fucking nothing. And that's like one of the the biggest conceits of this whole thing. Like the kind of the more like overarching story is structured to make sure that that Americans always feel unsafe. That there is always the threat of another terrorist attack coming at us. It's why you have to have the TSA checkpoints. And it's why we have to have the border. And it's why we have to have all these fucking tunnels sniffed out. And it's why we have to have a presence in the Philippines and in Thailand and in fucking Mexicali, Baja California, or in any of these places where these dudes just without any impunity can just go in and kick down doors and do whatever the fuck they want. Like that's the implicit assumption is we have to have this massive global imperialist project in order to make sure that Americans are fucking safe. As if Osama bin Laden gives a flying fuck about like all of the strip malls that we have <laughs> like going on fucking like suburbia yep. America. Like, dude, 
we want to protect this way of life so bad that we have to expend trillions of dollars on this imperialist project for fuck like for fucking what these people would not give a shit about us except for the fact that we're sticking our fucking rifles all up in their noses all day yes <laughs> correct <laughs> you're correct <laughs> you. oh my god dude fuck this movie i'm so fucking sick because it's like there's there's a bunch of things wrong with it, right? Like I guess we can talk about like inside the movie. Um like while you're watching it, you're like, "Wow, this is like you said, it's like a the whole like <laughs> there's just like group all like brown people together and if they're not brown, they're muslim, right? But they're not just regular muslims, they're like converted muslims. Like there's a couple aspects. There's one, it's like they put all this shit together to try and like raise fear levels, right? They always try and raise fear levels when they want to justify some action that they know would otherwise be unjustifiable. You know, it's like the fucking, where you have like the, the, you know, uh, Hun German in world war one holding like Belgian virgins. And it's like, protect our women posters. Like that's what this fucking, that's what this smacks of, you know? Um, it's got, uh, yeah, like terrorist Muslim Filipinos, which is like, it's a, Catholic country, right? I mean, I, I've I've heard I've heard rumors of like an Islamic state in the Philippines, but my understanding is those guys are all like hiding on islands and shit, like in the Philippine uh, archipelago. Um, but that's also not surprising because, like, you know, fun fact: the largest uh, Muslim population in the world is where Indonesia. Yeah, that's right. It's like it's actually Southwest Asia um, or Southeast Asia. Yeah, fuck geography. Um, yeah, like, so there's that, and then there's the Muslim thing, right? And this idea is, that, and then there's the Chechens, because Chechens are just bad guys. Everyone agrees on that, right? They're yeah, not, the Soviets, they're not separatists. the Muslims, and yeah. the cartels. you got to wrap them all together. Exactly, yeah. And then Mexicans, yeah, Mexican cartels. And it's like they put all others together that, like, or they tried to, right? Like, I don't think the American people would think a Filipino is really a threat. Like, that's not in our con- I think they were trying to introduce that, maybe, because they were like, you know, they probably heard about terrorist activity in like the Filipino because they're like from what I understand the Filipino uh, government does kind of oppress a Muslim population there because it's Southeast Asia and there is a Muslim population in Southeast Asia like um, mm-hmm. Indonesia is the largest Muslim population in the world you know um, and because we just apparently hate Muslims uh, <laughs> according to the screenwriter uh, that's like you know wherever yeah, they are they, they made, go. made sure to show that one shot at the plane where they're all they're all praying that they're their time that day yeah where he identifies um, like a, a, like to a specific part of asia what where these people are from and they're facing away yeah. from him and they're like a mile and a half away and he finds out with a <laughs> like canon camera like so, yeah those dudes are definitely filipino and you're like what yeah, it's like <laughs> How'd you know that like if i'm like yep he's definitely from indiana i can tell like fucking serious there's like a slight little thing about like st- how stereotyping is good because it allows us to catch the terrorists right? yeah because yeah, we can feed that, that good in, intel. Slip that one in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's the fascism thing, uh, as it always is, and you see these little elements pop out everywhere. Um, you got to have the big bad evil that we're always protecting you against. Yeah. Um, the overarching and whatever whatever sacrifice. Yeah. Whatever sacrifices you have to make to your personal liberty or to your concessions to this greater and purer project, it's all worth it because we keep you safe. 
Um, yeah, we got Filipinos. Don't think about any of the Chechens other Chechens and Mexicans, right? But like the fear is, it's the same thing that was like in the '80s about the the body snatchers, right? Like that film was like it was yeah. cool because it was like this horrifying concept or whatever. But like it also like you know the psychoanalytic approach would say that like this is because we really fear this idea of like you know people looking like you and walking among you and you not knowing that they're actually you know plotting to kill you or something like that it's like that's that's a fear that can be played it's been played upon for for entertainment right but that's the same thing they're pulling on when they're like um pointing up the like anyone can be a muslim they're like what these filipinos are muslims too what this guy named yuri who's you oh yeah they have ukrainians in here too because you gotta have soviets um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this Ukrainian guy whose name is actually Yuri. Uh, they made him into a Muslim that calls himself like he said, Muhammad Durka Muhammad or whatever the fuck, and like, <laughs> you know. Um, and then Chechens who are like, you know, they're like Russian Muslims that are that don't like actual regular Russians, um, according to this fucking ham-headed just <laughs> approach to it. And then Mexicans that are somehow sympathetic to it, I guess. Like, I don't know why. I don't. I don't get the Mexican thing. It's because they. Is this the money thing for them? Because they have the tunnels. And yeah, that's the they have the thing. tunnels. They play around your fear about like people being able to tunnel under the border, and I mean, yeah, there have been tunnels, but they're bringing drugs in for rich people. That's the thing that they do. Like that's fucking, you know, <laughs> all the poor people are doing drugs we make here. Like fuck, dude. Um, yeah, I think. One thing that we absolutely need to point out is we said a couple of times just ragging on this movie is that this is propaganda and I can't express how just absolutely true that is because one consider for anyone who's in the military consider just taking however many months off of work you're on like PTDY for this entire time um, (laughs) in order to shoot this movie as active active duty yeah active duty Navy SEALs um but no, this is like an actual real thing. There, since 1989, um, or no, excuse me, even before that, many movie productions are directly supervised by the Department of Defense. And the way that they do this is the DOD essentially subsidizes these movies. They will provide you with the Humvees and the fighter jets and the aircraft carriers and the submarines and apparently the fucking actors for your movie as long as you ascribe to certain DOD guidelines as to, like, well, you can't say anything too bad about the fucking boys, you know? That's absolutely true, and we need to talk about that. But like you said, it's propaganda, and I want to just, like, talk about how the Navy admitted it was propaganda real quick. Okay, <laughs> okay. go for it. So this is a quote from the Washington Post article about it. Um, and it said, like, the Navy had embarked on its own feature film mission, inviting proposals for projects that would depict the SEALs in a more realistic and favorable light than in such bombastic fiction features as Navy SEALs starring Charlie Sheen and G.I. Jane starring Demi Moore. A quadrennial defense review released in 2006 had indicated that the Navy needed 500 more SEALs in order to meet projected demands, explained Rear Admiral Dennis Moynihan, the Navy's chief spokesman. There was a series of initiatives we launched to try and increase the number of SEALs we have in the Navy. He said, this film project was one of those initiatives. Like, that's, it's just, yeah, it's just, we kept, it's just a fucking long commercial that's like, look at all this crazy shit they yeah. did. That's all it is. It's fucking dog we shit. We kept it's talking slap. about all of it's those. It's slap for the fucking, like, like, wet brain fucking smooth asshole goatee lifted truck driving morons that they want to trick into sending their kids to Navy SEAL camp who who inevitably get dropped from it and just spend like, you know, two years on an aircraft carrier. It's fucking 
dog garbage. It's dog shit. Yeah. And we kept we kept bringing up the commercials where I, I don't fuck I can't remember when all these were coming out, but they would explicitly show them before war movies. Well, it was, why, have, it was like, while we were kids on the beach, and now here we are in the military. Yeah, right? while we were kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, got fucking infested. Um, but you had this scene with the, the Navy SEALs, and it'd just be showing this picture of a dark beach, and the ra- the waves would be rolling out and rolling in, and the waves would roll back out into the water, and you'd see these footprints on the beach. And the waves would roll back up onto the beach, then wash away, and all the footprints were gone. And then just like the Navy SEAL or the Navy logo would just go right over mm-hmm. it. Um, super, <laughs> what, super, what was the other one you said that- super dramatic bullshit. God damn. Yeah, and we we kept uh, we kept pointing out scenes in the movie where like this is actually just that commercial. Just now we've extended yeah, it's proof this to that the same an people that work for this guy, the the public affairs dude, the rear admiral Dennis Moynihan, uh, all and his whole like group of people that are like Pentagon dwelling weirdos that you know make sure these movies accurately reflect the level of propaganda that we need to keep recruitment numbers. Got to get those numbers yeah. up. Um, it's just the same people, the same people created it. We were talking about like the, uh, I still remember Game Informer magazine, which I had my mom get me a subscription to. Um, the yeah. <laughs> fucking, yeah, they had spreads in those Game Informers all the time that were like two page spreads. And it was just a picture of like a swampy woodland. And it was like pictured left to right. Chief Petty Officer, whatever. Chief Petty Officer this, you know, L- Lieutenant Commander this or whatever the fuck. And it's like, you know, and there's yeah. just no one there. You know? yeah, and the it- whole point was like, you, you never <laughs> see him coming. And like, yeah, every, and all these fucking 13-year-olds just got rock hard about being a fucking man like that. And then they played all the Call of Duty games, and then they watched this movie that's just a fucking blow-by-blow Call of Duty campaign story mission thing. Yeah, Bravo 6, going dark. That <laughs> yeah, fucking thing. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's all very deliberate. Uh, be, because like I was saying earlier, they literally just give shit to these movies in order for their scripts for in order for like the DOD to review and approve those scripts, because you can't use, you can't use like certain insignia. You can't even use like certain imagery, icon, iconic, iconography, how fuck you say that word icons, um, in Hollywood published movies without the express consent of the DOD. And you can't make people look too fucking bad. Um, you know, I, I know there's like that theory going around. They always have these consultants that come onto these movies in order to make sure their uniforms look right. And you can tell if the movie producer didn't actually hire one of these consultants because all of their fucking uniforms are just jacked to shit. Like in, <laughs> yeah. uh, I always remember G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah. They have like no patches on and you have like a dude with fucking like captain rank on his hat and like PFC rank on his chest. You're just like, what the fuck's going on <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, I do always love those. Like the... Like the or they have the ACU collar, like the old the UCP, and it's like Velcro yeah, shut. All strapped. And you're up. like, that's not how you yeah. wear that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's the bro vet. Right. The bro vets always, always freak out like, about it. Like, I don't know how who taught this yeah. man how to wear a uniform. It's a disgrace. It's like, yeah, I'm sure it is, dude. Yeah, yeah it's because they didn't want to have to have the DOD subsidize their movie. Jesus. Mm. Oh man. Yeah, that's all about I, this movie. Fucking sucked, and it, it's really just a product of propaganda. And you can see a lot of the same. Th- this movie is one of the most egregious about it because it's just so in your face, and a lot of like the actual filmmaking of it, the acting and the script, and 
like the uh, the videography of it is just so fucking terrible yeah. that all of its flaws stand out in your face. But think about all of the other movies that are doing the exact same thing as this one, but yeah, like the, all the implicit biases just slide underneath the surface because you're like, oh yeah, this is a good movie, like Sicario or something like that, which I actually like that movie. So yeah, and the thing you said about, um, I mean, you started talking about it, and the the term for this. The phrase for this phenomenon of the relationship, the fucking problematic, propagandistic relationship between the Pentagon and Hollywood is called the military entertainment complex. You know, and it's very similar to the military industrial complex in the way that it's a um, this this vicious cycle that is obviously to the detriment of the American people. This is how they get inside your head. They implant ideology about what's noble, noble, what's brave, what makes you a man, what makes you honorable, what makes you, you know, worthy of being alive. And then they... You know, basically, you fall for the trap, and you sign up, and you join up, and you end up being miserable for however many years, and then you get out and try to piece your life back together and say that it was worth your time. Um, hopefully, you were smart enough to join during peacetime. Uh, otherwise, not so lucky. Um, yeah, there's like a list. On the, you just look up military entertainment complex online. There's a ton of shit about it. There's like some cranks that have like got, uh, like it says 410 movies on this list of um, movies that have been directly coordinated with the DOD with like big big titles, um, and it's like you said, it's yep. about they, if they want military equipment or military consultants to make their uniforms look perfect or whatever the fuck on their set, they have to go submit the script for approval with like vast editing permissions for uh, or given to the DOD, given to the Pentagon, and they yep. they fuck with it until it accurately reflects the image they're trying to portray, right? So, you can imagine how hard it's make how hard it is to make a, a film that's critical of the military uh, without using anything that's military equipment, right? <laughs> like, how do you do that? Yeah, because the only thing you can really do is make a fucking podcast where you bitch about it with your friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. Um, but I'm just gonna read some of the ones that are on the the page real quick. It's like Air Force One, Apollo 13, Armageddon, Batman, Robin, Behind Enemy Lines, Black Hawk Down, Deep Impact, Godzilla, Goldfinger, Thunderball, and License to Kill. I Am Legend, Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, The Jackal, Jurassic Park 3, The Karate Kid Part 2, The Next Karate Kid, King <laughs> Kong, The Silence of the Wait, Lambs, The Silence of the Lambs. Okay, that's interesting. Star Trek 4, The Voyage Home, Last Action Hero, Top Gun. Okay, put a pin in Top Gun real quick. We'll come back to that. Transformers, uh, like all of the Transformers. True Lies, and then Wonder Woman 1984, that masterpiece that came out uh, like Ooh, this month. We should, do, month. we should do one on, yeah, we don't should do make one on me, Wonder Woman. Don't make me fucking do that. God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so Top Gun was one of the, like, the most egregious ones. It's always the Navy, Top right? Gun was a, uh, a Top Gun deliberate was effort. Explicitly. Yeah. Trying yeah. to recreate, repair the military's image post-Vietnam. That's what it was. And that's why Jerry Bruckheimer got right on board with it because he could ride the Pentagon's fucking approved message for it all the way up with all the, the you know, Navy pilots and shit being cool as fuck. And, you know, Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise and just, you know, shirtless volleyball. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you got to try to make it look as cool as possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Top Gun. What do you guys say? Yep. Hey, so this is movie episode number one. We covered Active Valor. Uh, these are going to come out non-sequentially with the rest of our episodes. 
Uh, so we may be referencing certain things throughout this episode that uh, come kind of like non-linearly with the rest of the timeline. Uh, we're doing this because we need to have some stuff in our back pocket for whenever we can't record for whatever reason. Uh, so don't be surprised if some of the shit we say doesn't make any sense. You shouldn't be surprised anyways. But <laughs> uh, yeah, this is movie episode number one, Acts of Valor. It was terrible. <laughs> we're going to yeah. have to keep doing more of these. Yeah, this is work, all right? I'd like to see any of the ruling class elites come to a day of this fucking job <laughs> where they watch the garbage <laughs> propaganda that they make, they ensure gets peddled to the fucking masses. Holy shit. Yeah. God, I'm just going to stay awake, stare at the ceiling, and wonder how badly I got tricked into, into this fucking game. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else? I don't think so. Like... If you're a Navy SEAL and you're listening to this, um, I'm not going to say I'm okay with being spanked, but I'm not opposed to it. I want you to, I want you to make me feel scared, but safe. (laughs) (laughs) Once you come to my house, once you kiss me on the lips, bitch, (laughs) come and take it. Come and come and take me. Come come and take my virginity. Um, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, active valor. Fuck yourselves. Navy. Fuck yourselves. Uh, entire military industrial entertainment complex. <laughs>